Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Mind is the Matter podcast, where we will be expanding our minds to its fullest potential, bringing it to its peace, and healing and loving ourselves along our journey. I am your host, Alyssa, so let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mind is a Matter podcast. I'm Melissa, and today I have my best friend here with me. Papa Day. <laughs> <laughs> this is Danny. So today we're going to be talking about intentionally dating and casually dating and how to know when someone is intentionally dating you, meaning they have a plan for you, or they are just casually dating you, meaning they do not see any future with you. I mean, how many times have we we come across casual dating and then also, like, where we actually wanted to intentionally date somebody where it's just, like, they didn't want to intentionally date us? Ooh. Ooh. Loaded question there. Um, Honestly, I I feel like there's just that one time in my life, every time I've been single in between, I've always kind of just been a loner. Mm-hmm. and I really had some people that were like you need to come out of your shell more so I get to Florida and I'm like okay let me try this whole casual dating thing here and bumble totally Tinder. different world Girl. oh my goodness I refuse to online date I feel like I'm online done. I feel like online done. dating <laughs> is the freaking worst pillar of dating because like how I look at it is like you know that the other person is also swiping right, swiping left. So it's like it's like playing black ba- bachelor, bachelor and bachelorette. Like okay, who like you have yo? I literally I think it was like last month. I went through my entire like not last month, but like a few months ago. I like before I like deleted everything. I was like just scrolling, and I'm like holy shit. I have like there was like a hundred archived off my hinge account, and I'm like Jesus Christ, a hundred people. Imagine a hundred yeah. people. <laughs> in a room like and I just feel like to me like dating off of like now listen there's like a one in a million chance not a one in a million but there are like people that meet their significant other off of like dating apps which is great but I feel like so many people like like hop onto that and they're like oh my god well they found their love on Bumble maybe I'll find mine like no I've come across such shit I could have avoided a lot of bullshit if I would have stayed away (laughs) from that app like it's it's very much um a mixed cocktail because you know you really meet some nice people on those apps you do there are some good people out there and I've definitely seen a bunch of couples that have gotten together and married and have kids but like you just there's there's definitely a 50 50 chance and I would just rather meet someone in person and understand what that ratio looks like a lot better <laughs> right like, off the bat. <laughs> I feel like it's more organic when you meet somebody in person because yeah. it's like, okay, the universe brought us together. But, like, would you consider, like, online dating as an intentional dating or something casual? Like, I think it could be both. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at the same time, like, okay, like, let's use Tinder, for example. I feel like that's just a fuck app. Like, that app is mm-hmm. meant, like, so it just depends on what the – what what the person's bio says and then on top of that like okay are they I mean usually people off the bat say like okay are you just trying to hook up or are you trying to go on a date but 
most of the time that's not always the case some guys I mean I've come across guys on tinder that would just be like hey gorgeous let me take you on a date and stuff like that and it's like okay like but then there's times like what if this person's a whole serial killer like (laughs) Ted Bundy would have a fucking free-for-all with my ass because all it would take for for me to get into his vehicle some carvel cake and some chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> <laughs> or cat. If he said he had kids in the oh, backseat of his oh, car, I would, oh, yeah. I'm sold. sold. He would have had a free-for-all with my dumb ass. <laughs> because it wouldn't take much to even lure me, like, lure me into his vehicle. Yeah. But, like, I feel like with intentional dating, people just, like, I feel like people in this generation aren't as, like, upfront when it comes to intentional dating. Because, like, obviously, like, what does intentional mean? Like, you have purpose behind your motives. Like, okay, I'm dating you because I, I potentially want to marry you. And I feel like we've come across relationships in the past where it's like, okay, I'm intentionally dating this person, but I'm seeing that they're not meeting the requirements that I want in a partner to marry. Because, like, think of it, like, think of it this way. Like, you're about to be with that person for the rest of your life. Like, I feel like I shouldn't have to alter certain things about you if you're not if it's not coming natural to you like if you make me feel like okay I feel judged in this relationship I feel like I can't come as my natural self like I can't be authentically me because some way some shape or form I feel like I'm gonna be judged off you now when you're casually dating you kind of don't give a fuck about this person like if (laughs) I'm gonna be honest like you're just they're just there like I'm not saying like these people are like pieces of furniture but like you're not thinking too deep into it. Like, you're not really investing your emotions into this person. Like, oh, you know, what do they, like, what do they do for a job? Like, when we're casually dating, I'm not sitting here thinking, oh, you know, how much money does he make? You know, how's his relationship with his mom? You know, just, like, questions like that. Because I feel like you're not, because you're not so invested in casual dating, you're not, like, going to be sitting here investing time into them like it's just okay they're there for a fun time and then afterwards like it's kind of like over with like it's done so yeah yeah no I definitely understand what you're saying and it's I mean really like I feel like when I was casually dating it was very much so like I just want to be present with you when we're together but when we're apart I don't want to be present I'm busy like I was very upfront and brutally honest with anyone you know, that I kind of started seeing here uh, when I first got here. I was like, listen, <laughs> my life is busy. I don't have time. And there was one that just, like, was like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. But then, like, a couple weeks down the road. Was it that one guy, I'm going to squash 10 years before you leave to Hawaii? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's not. Let's just not. Listen, it's not like he's going to listen to this shit. Okay, okay. He's I not mean, I don't know, man. My girl Alyssa's gonna get real famous, so. <laughs> no, like, I mean, I talk about my, per- like, situations that I've gone through, so, like, it's an open platform, like, I yeah. feel like it's open to just talk about, like, things that we've, because I feel like there can, like, there's women on here that, like, could possibly, like, relate to, like, casually dating, and knowing when a guy is, like, casually dating you, like, knowing when to, like, step back in a situation if a dude is only he's not taking you seriously as what you're taking him because sometimes we'll fall into like into the deep hole of thinking oh my god like I love I like this guy like you're going so far fucking fetched ahead of yourself and this dude is literally like I don't even look at you in that way so it's like how as a woman can or a man tell like okay is this person just casually dating me or are they actually intentionally dating me like you know 
what are the signs that you feel like a man is actually taking you seriously so that way you can take him seriously or like Mm -hmm. if a woman is taking you seriously like as a man like how would you like respond to like okay this woman's not casually dating me she's actually intentionally dating me like she wants a future with me possibly like just kind of like in your experience like how did you know when a guy was actually genuinely taking you seriously like he was trying to intentionally date you for something more in the future um I'm pretty like I have a few specific people that I have dated that like and you don't have to say names either I have absolute confidence make fake names <laughs> they don't need to know <laughs> um that I have like absolute confidence that they were serious about me um and you know it really just came with they came to me with communication Mm -hmm. because think about it how many times have you gotten into something with some dude and you have to bring up the discussion oh how many fucking times dude because like i can't stand that shit but like when a man both ways too when a man comes up to me though and he's ready to start the conversation or he picks up on my hints of me being like hey let's start this conversation oh my god that's so attractive, right? Like, like when, hey. I, when a guy openly <laughs> communicates, he's like, this is my plan for us. This is what I want. Yeah. What is your input on that? Like, I feel like communication really does go, like, a far freaking way that people don't understand. Like, if you just want something casual, just say that. Like, yeah, it's so simple. It, it is so freaking simple. Like, you're not attached to the person when you first meet them. So why is it so hard to just be honest and say, hey, this have is you why ever, I'm here? No, like, you ever had a situation where you've been attached to somebody that wasn't even, like, your partner? That ass. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, uh, they're called toxic twin flames. Bro, the toxic <laughs> twin flames. Okay, don't freaking be mistaken thinking, oh, my God, that's my twin flame. I'm supposed to be with them. Twin flames are toxic. One, two... The person that you're supposed to be with is not going to put you in a predicament that you're sitting here questioning yourself every five seconds. Like, oh, my God, am I doing this right or am I doing this wrong? Like, like I said, I feel like communication with somebody really will save so much time because now you're aware. But I think a lot of people who in the back burner of their minds are like, I am casually dating. But then we come across like narcissistic people that like that control and like they it's like they feed off of someone being obsessed with them. Like I've had like, OK, uh, let me use a nickname like I can't even say it because that's his job. Uh, <laughs> I think I know what you're you talking know, about. You know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> OK, like that one guy that I was like that I was with that, you know, he love bombed the shit out of me. He made it seem like he wanted to intentionally date me. He told his mom about me, told his workers about me told his friends all of this shit and I'm over here like oh fuck yeah like he's showing me this he's showing up he's like doing all these things he must want to intentionally date me like literally the second I called him out on something just shit went hit the fan and it went left like and it took me so by surprise I'm like what the hell happened like you were communicating to me as if like you wanted this and you were dropping hints like okay this is what you wanted but I feel like any confusion after that like you should immediately just take it as a no. Like, that person did not. Like, don't don't go too far into your delusions, into thinking, like, Honestly, oh. Honestly, this married couple, she told me something. I'll never forget it. She was like, if a man wants you the way you want to be wanted by him, you will know. Like, in right. the end, like, yes, he'll tell you. Yes, he'll express it to you in, you know, one of the five love languages. Mm-hmm. But, like, really, you will just know it'll be in you you'll see it through actions like you know it it'll be something you trust because Mm -hmm. 
you know, if it's worth it. I really feel like she's right about that. I feel like any person will make it known. Like, you won't be confused mm-hmm. with somebody. Like, I mean, listen, it's cool to casually date. I don't think there's any problem. I think that's where you really dignify what you want and what you don't want. Like, when you're just casually dating people, you're dating them in the moment. Like, you're not sitting there and, you know. I, I don't know about you, but I feel like, I think I said this in a previous episode, that, like, sometimes texting, I think that texting is not, like, a good thing to be texting all the time. Because then people get latched onto that and they're like, oh, I haven't heard from you. Like, check-ins are one thing. I appreciate check-ins. Like, it's cool to be like, hey, thought about you today. I'm at work right now, but I just wanted to say I hope you have a good day. And just leave it at that, especially if you see each other, like, face-to-face. Like, they make plans with you. Why do I need to text you 24 hours? Because then when we're face-to-face, what are we going to talk about? What we texted about? Like, what the fuck do you think they did back in the 1920s? They didn't have texting. They didn't have a call. They had to figure out how to see their person. I'm so sorry, but if a guy is trying to text me all day, every day, I'm like, dude, go get another job. Like, get a hobby. Like, do something. Like, I myself make sure that, you know, even if I'm at the beach alone chilling, I will DND my phone. And I want a guy who would go do something like that because it shows me that he's taking time for himself where he's taking time to just be at Mm -hmm. work and focus on his passions. And I find that so sexy. Like... Because they're not codepending on you. Yeah. Like, they're, like, there are it, times. There are good times. Shows, there are times. It literally mm-hmm. shows when someone is literally just using you as a codependent. Like, they're using you to make them happy and they're using you for you to validate how they feel about themselves. Because I've seen, like, like I said, this goes both ways. Like, men do this the same way, like, to women that women do to men. Like, I've seen a man literally, you know, try and validate his own worth and boost his own ego based off how much his woman wanted him. Like, listen, if you're treating your wife, you're treating your spouse or your partner the way they're supposed to be treated, the things that are going to come back and retreat, like if it's if it's a healthy relationship, they're going to do that naturally. Like they're not going to sit there and feel forced to, you know, reassure you, tell you how they feel about you on a daily basis. But it all depends on the person's personality, too, because some people are not overly affectionate. Some people don't, you know, show their affections just through words. Sometimes their affections can be them cooking for you when if they know that you work a lot you know them keeping the house together like folding clothes I've listened the day a man does my laundry will be the fucking day <laughs> because or vacuums or clean like I mean just little things like that I mean I would look at that as like okay that's a love language because he's still tending to things around the house that I normally tend to but he's paying attention to me he's seeing okay she works a lot I don't want her to come home tired. Like, she's already tired and exhausted from work. Let me just tend to the things of the house and then, like, you know, take care of her. Like I said, the day a man runs a bath for me, oh, it's a wrap. It is a wrap. The better you treat me, the throat, the stronger my throat will get. The better you treat me, the stronger my throat will like, get. Oh, honey, I'm tired. Runs the bath. I don't for me. care. I am I'm not tired. Not tired. Anymore. Get on that bed. Like, get yeah, on you it. just did that. You just did that. <laughs> like, I don't think men understand. Like, it really is the little things that will make a woman just want to, like, want like want to pursue you even more even though as women like I don't think I don't think many are going to disagree with me on this but like men are meant to pursue women I don't care what it is women we are the prize and if you know if you're a woman you're listening to this right now you need to start looking at yourself like you are the prize like you are walking like on gold and a man if a man's not seeing that worth in me like oh my god like she 
is this amazing woman like not just on the exterior but like just how you carry yourself internally like you know your worth and a man sees that he needs to act on that if he's not acting on that and is not meeting the standard like I hate when people like oh your standards are way too high no I'm just not settling you can settle for some bullshit because at the end of the day you're gonna end up having to deal with something later on and be like oh you're like you're going to have issues with something that you settle for and you can't even argue about it anymore because you said that was okay. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to sit there and look back in my life and be like, damn, like, I settled for this. And I can't, like, I mean, not saying that you can't change your life. You always can. But, like, that's, like, years gone by that you just lost, that you could have waited and just, you know, set the price and just waited for a man to come around that's going to pay the full price, if not more for you, than sitting there and be like, oh, my God, I have somebody. They want to, you know, they want me and all this stuff. And you're just going based off the first person that wants you. You know what's interesting is having this mentality of when you're making a big decision, especially in dating, mm-hmm. like you, you know, like, oh, should I be with this person? Ask yourself 10 years in the future and ask yourself 10 years in the past what those two people think of the person you are currently dating that is a good ass way i never thought about it like that holy shit well i'm blown because dude i never i would have never thought about it like that but that's actually really like that's a good way to put it because with tenure like well depending on your age but like obviously like 10 years like past you Mm -hmm. would you be wanting this and then ahead of time like no, more like the younger self is like, oh, would your, would your self. younger self be proud of who you're dating? Just because, you know, obviously, like, a 10-year ago, Danny is, like, what, 16 years old? Yeah. So, so. 16-year-old Danny, I mean, like, is 16-year-old Danny proud of the man, you know, she's with or, you know, that sort of thing? And then is 10-year-old, is 10-year plus Danny, Danny sorry. So, 36-year-old Danny, is, is she... She's going to want to settle for that relationship that's in front of you right now. Is she like, fuck yeah, do it, do it, do it. Or is she like, no, 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 no. no, no. You're going to regret this shit, bitch. Like, sit yeah. back down. Like, <laughs> sit I, back you really want to, like, think hard about that. And because, you know, Danny in 10 years has ambitions and, like, other things going on. And, you know, she's going to be running a private practice and doing all this. So, obviously, make sure now that I'm seeing someone that would you know love to see that for me and support me in that like I said too like you know I think I told you this today in the car would you want your child to be with someone like this or would you want to raise a child with this person because like I said your mind completely changes and it shifts when you're putting in the perspective of being a parent like in all reality some of the shit I settled for and some of the things I tolerated I would never want my kid to tolerate. I don't care if I had a son, a daughter. I would never want my child to tolerate any of the bullshit that I had to tolerate or that I put myself, like, situations I put myself in. If I was my own parent, I would have been like, you might want to think about this first before you make that decision, before you go out of your way and doing X, Y, and Z for this person, knowing good and well they want, like, don't sit there and cross oceans for somebody that's not even willing to jump over a puddle for you. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's hard because like, as people like, like us, like we just have that mentality where we just want to show people good. Like they're still good in this world. They're still mm-hmm. like, even though the world let you down at a young age, like even us, like, you know, our upbringing, like what we, what we were challenged with growing up and how to overcome that. Like the fact that we're still good people, we still have good hearts. We still try 
to, you know, heal other people that have come from similar backgrounds. But at the same time, that's not a responsibility. But naturally, it just comes like, like, it's just an aura that comes off of us that we just naturally want to help people. But some people will take advantage of that. So that's why, like, when you are intentionally dating somebody, you have to be careful, like, who is in front of you, because this person only, you know, wanting to intentionally date you back because you make them feel like some type of way about themselves. Oh my gosh, don't even get started on that. that no, go right ahead, bro. Talk your shit. This no. is what this is for. This is what this is for. Uh, no, it's just, like, it's how do you so feel about true. that? Like, people that are not ready to intentionally date when you are, but like, accept you because you feel so good in your energy of you make that, them feel like, good. that love with depth, that presentness with depth. It feels so good for the other person. And it feels good for you because you think you're on the same page. Mm-hmm. But just to like, you know, fast forward whenever that fling or relationship ends and poof, it was like completely one sided. And for yeah. you, you're just like, oh, my God, like I've been living in another reality. I've been delusional that entire, entire time. Entire time <laughs> while they've just been enjoying the they've benefits. Been reaping, they've been reaping um, the benefits off of you because you made them feel good. And they didn't have to pay the price of actually being committed to you to receive that. And that's why I always say, like, to myself now, don't give these dudes, don't give these men the benefits of me. You have to earn that for me now. Like, I'm so done, like, treating men as if they're my husbands when they're not at day. I haven't even received a ring. Like, (laughs) doing wifey shit on a friend's salary. Like, I'm literally acting like a girlfriend and I'm not even a girlfriend. But even when I am made a girlfriend. Like, then all of a sudden, you, you want to get comfortable? That's not how this shit works. Like, you yeah. still have to intentionally date me while we're together. Like, work as hard for me as you did just to get me and keep that going. Because I feel I feel like people fail to, re- like, fail to remember, you know, in order for a relationship, whether, like, that's something you truly want, like, you want it to grow into something more, in order for that to continuously grow, you have to take care of each other. You have, like, the grass is not greener on the other side. You got to water that shit, and you have to put effort into it. You have to value it while you're there. But what sucks is there's people who there's people who are intentionally dating, but they're dating casual daters. And those casual daters, some of them are like, well, I know what this, this is what's so fucked up, because I've dealt with this in the past, where I've intentionally dated a guy, and you know, it took me like seeing how their actions were towards me to realize they're only casually dating me. Like I'm putting all this effort, I'm pouring all of this and they don't even see it as the way I see it. Like they don't even take it because a man that's intentionally dating you, like, and I'm talking like healthy, like, and and it can be like female or male, like just a healthy, intentional dating environment. You know, that is going to not only grow you, but it, like it's gonna make you want to do better and improve yourself more as a person. Like if I feel like the person in front of me is dwindling me and making me feel less or making me question myself, even in my career, I dare a fucker to try and tell me some shit. Try <laughs> to tell me, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, oh, really? I don't know what I'm talking about. I have a master's degree in this freaking in this field, and you and you have like whatever degree or whatever you even have. You have no business trying to shed light on some shit you have no fucking clue of. Like, you're. it's one thing to make suggestions and make, like, you know, you can ha- you're entitled to your own opinion, but if your opinion is going to be, you know, disrespectful for me, keep it to yourself. 
deadass. Keep it to yourself. I don't need to know that information at all. And, like, you know, when you are, like, if you are the person that you intentionally want to date, you have to set the standard. You have to be real with yourself. Like, what do I want? What do I want out of a partner? Because you have every right to sit there and say what you're willing to tolerate and what you're not willing to tolerate. Like, just because somebody's in front of you and they seem good from based off the cover, read the fucking book and you'll start to realize this person's actually shitty and they're not for me. Like, because everybody judges it. Everybody judges a book based off its cover. It looks nice. It looks put together on the outside but when you start reading the pages when you start getting to know people you start to realize damn this person's actually really fucked and i should be going the other direction because there's i have no business being involved with this person because one they're not going to value me the way i deserve to be valued and two they're going to sit here and make me question myself when i shouldn't be questioning shit about my values what i want like the second someone tries to gaslight you out of your own reality of what's going on or they try to make you feel like oh maybe maybe I shouldn't you know look at things like that like if you're trying to if you're trying to teach me something you know do it in a positive manner don't do it in a way like you know you're making me second guess my own standards because those standards and those boundaries were set by me and only by me they should not be taken down or torn down based off of your opinion of what you think is like in your mind like what what shouldn't be there and what should be there you know it's like you know, I feel like a lot of times it's come down to, you know, when I've dated someone and just been so, you know, in the honeymoon phase or just mm-hmm. in love or, yeah. you know, just really like them or super just infatuated. And I'm like, I like them. There's just that one thing. But it's just one thing. So it's fine. That one thing won't bite you in the that ass. That one thing will bite you. Will bite you in the yeah. ass. <laughs> like, so hard. Like, it's one thing, like, if, okay it's like you can compromise it like it's something that can be communicated with and it can be changed but if that's something you know like that's within their character do you want to intentionally date them or do you need to switch your mindset into casually dating them now because or not dating them at all like just I mean you can casually date someone and like just take it for what it is and not look too in depth of it but then you know switching it to intentionally dating them like, I mean, everything is casual at first until you see that this person proved to you, okay, I can take you seriously. Like, your credibility shows, you show up, like, freaking, okay, you've seen that movie, Think Like a Man, right? You've seen it? With Steve Harvey? Mm-hmm. Where he, like, the, it's the 90-day rule. So it's, like, fortune, like, like fortune million-dollar companies enforce their employees to have to work there for 90 days before they get, before they start receiving benefits. So why can't you put the same standard on your partner or on someone who's potentially going to be your partner? Like if you can show up for 90 days, do the job, show up on time, do what is need to be done. And I mean, consecutively, like there's no mishaps, 90 days, then you can receive the path, like the benefits that come with being with me. Like, cause sometimes I feel like when you give people your benefits off the bat, they don't value it because you just handed it off to them. They didn't have to work for it. And like, it sucks because I'm such a naturally giving person. Like, I just want to give to show mm-hmm. them, hey, they're still good in this world. They're still good people. But then even then, some people, even good people take advantage. Like, I've taken advantage of certain situations. I'm not going to sit here in front and lie. Like, I take accountability of situations that have benefited me because it was handed to, it was handed to me easily. I didn't have to work for it. But when you work for something, you value it more. So when you give something away quick, 
that person on the other hand that's receiving it is not going to value it. They're just going to be like, all right, whatever. And imagine if that person is only casually dating you. Then they're like, well, shit, I'm getting the benefits and I'm not even, I'm not even trying to date this person. Imagine that shit. <laughs> I yeah. don't want to imagine that shit. Yeah. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me very it's mad triggering. It's triggering. I am that person that will, like, set up a beach picnic with candles and, like, a romantic yeah. dinner with, like, flower petals. And, like, I am that person. Like, I hate to say it, but it so is romantic. true. And I am that person that, you know, will give my guy a massage when he gets home from work. And, like, you do that shit, like, two weeks into dating, a month into dating. They're going to fall in love with you. And then a month later, unfall in love. They just be like, oh, oh, this was all these benefits. This is great. And then real life will catch up. Like, no, I'm not going to massage you every single day after whatever. Or, oh, I'm not going to whatever all the time. Because now we're a functioning couple. Like, yeah, there's certain I want to do nice things for my guy. But, like, if it's never reciprocated and if it's just, you know, just me doing things for that person all the time, no. I'm good. It's obviously shit. just the benefits of dating a giver because mm-hmm. that's what we are. We are givers. Yeah, like I would like I literally would give a man the world. Literally. Like like my grandpa used to tell me, he's like, marry a man that loves you more than you love him. Because the equivalence of a woman's love is just as much as if a man loves you more. Like because women love, like, we have an unlimited pit of love to give, especially when you are givers. Like that just comes naturally out of us. But for a man to love us more, I don't know why, like, on, like, a scale, like, a man loving you more, like, if his love is up here, we're already up here. That man just has to level up to you. Because we naturally love a lot. We love hard. So it's like, I need a man that loves me harder. <laughs> because on days when I'm not feeling great, on days when I'm feeling 30, that motherfucker needs to show up for 80. Or 20, like, 80, 90. 70 like on days that I'm not like but the same the thing about it is is like what I'm saying what we offer to the table we can reciprocate that I'm not just talking on my ass and be like you need to do this this and this and that as uh as if like I'm not going to give that back to you like what you give a woman like a genuine woman she will give that back to you tenfold I like what you were saying earlier um how like guys want certain things out of women Mm -hmm. but those things will naturally just ooze from us the love the Mm -hmm. everything will just naturally come from us when we are treated nicely yeah like for instance you know me reminding my man how fine that me how fine he looks on a daily basis like he looks great i'm like damn baby you look so good like that will just especially if that man is doing it to me if he sees, even on days that I look shitty, him still calling me beautiful. Wakes up in the morning with my hair one one, one direction this way, the other one, like, <laughs> I'm looking like a fucking mess. And this man still looks at me in the face and he's like, you look so beautiful. Like, things like that. When a guy is doing those certain things, that's going to make me want to do more for you. Like, you treat me right, I will treat you better. Like, and, you know, like, just the simple fact of a man doing those little things. You know, no man will ever have to tell a woman how to treat him if he's doing his job correctly. Same thing with women. You will never hear, like, when was the last time you heard a woman complain about a good man? Yeah, actually. Right? Think about it. (laughs) Or even a man complaining about a good woman. You don't hear that shit because she's doing her part because you're doing your part. Like, Mm -hmm. and it sucks because, like, 
like how like how the hell do you know when someone genuinely is like they're coming into your life and they want to intentionally date you they're not taking you like they're not treating you like an option they're not treating you like they're playing games they're genuinely and they're showing up like they're communicating like this is what I want for myself I don't have the time for playing games now listen if a person is being like love bombing towards you that's another thing I like I, I like I give I give love bombers two fucking weeks <laughs> Two weeks is their stipend because they can't go any past further than that because they already shown you the things that you wanted to get you attached to them. But that's why the first two weeks, you got to take everything that a person says to you with a grain of salt. Don't take shit to like, don't take the, not even their actions, bro. Like we've both had situations where both of the men that we were at, like mind you, I'm going to keep, I'm going to give like, like you guys will know Danny because this is my best friend. <laughs> we literally mirror each other's lives. I kid you the hell not. I got a promotion. She gets a promotion. <laughs> I get into a relationship. She gets into a relationship. And the funny part of it is our relationship was the exact fucking same thing. <laughs> like yeah. exact same thing. Both <laughs> of these men literally did like over the top over the freaking top for us and then all of a sudden shit just went left literally just went left not even understanding what like what happened like what happened to the man that I met initially like and that's why I feel like I think both of us genuinely got love bombed because those type of men wanted a woman to be attached to them to fulfill that void within themselves that they themselves cannot fill like you have to do the inner work you need to do the healing I can't do that shit for you and you can't expect me to heal you like the same this is not freaking handy manny and I'm not Bob the Builder I can't fix you there's nothing I can do out of my power to I mean listen I can give you tools on how to go about your life and how to do things but it's ultimately up to you you know you better than anybody else I don't know you like that you know every inch every corner of you in your mind I can't, I can't get into your mind. So you know how to heal yourself. And if you don't, then you take the time to figure that out. Like, say, like, like, why should, you know, I don't expect a man to heal me. So why do men expect women to heal them? Like, I'm not a rehabilitation center. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not. Like, if you want to get clean, if you want to do something, like sometimes the doing like healing alone and isolating yourself is the best option. Because then when, you know, when you're actually in a relationship and you've done the work, you've done the healing, okay, now I can actually give this person what they need. And I'm not pouring my inner child burdens and trauma onto this person. Like, I'm not, I'm not making them be held accountable for Ooh. some shit that they didn't do to me. Like, that's fucked up. I have a question for you, though. Okay, go ahead. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. So where is the threshold? of okay so you meet someone they're going through shit Mm -hmm. and that cup is pouring on to you where is that line of we're gonna work through this together honestly you want me to be real where is that line you want me to be real though like honestly like because i get i mean all of us go through some shit in our lives right Mm -hmm. like all of us equally like in the midst of things however I don't remember the last time I've ever poured my burdens onto a fucking person. So what makes you think that you should be pouring yours on me? Now, it's one thing to communicate. Amen. It's one thing, like, and this, like I said, this goes both ways. No woman should be, should have to burden her, you know, her battered syndrome or what happened to her in the past onto you because you never broken her. Like, I understand, like, you know, there are men out here that have healed hearts that they never broke. And there's women out here that have healed hearts that they didn't break. But that's something that comes from a person that, you know is not pouring 
what's happened to them onto the next person. Like, that's the difference. Because when a person's not pouring those those healing burdens on you or there's traumas, then, like, I mean, initially, you you are indirectly healing this person just you being there because you don't feel that like you don't feel that weight on your shoulders because they're not putting that weight on you like they're being considerate they're like you came into my life even though I went through some shit it is not your problem it is mine and I have to be a man I have to be a woman and I have to do what I need to do and obviously like let's say if they come across a healer like they come across someone who gives naturally I mean a genuine person is obviously is going to receive that but they're not going to receive it in a way that they're taking advantage of it. They're going to start receiving it like in a healthy way that I'm going to take what you're teaching me, what you're giving me so that way I can give back so that way I can, you know, internally heal myself so I can give back the good and not just be shape shifted into something that's bitter and bad. Because now, like, I hate when people use that excuse. Oh, you don't know what I've been through. We've all been through some shit. Let's be fucking real. We've all been through something. You don't see me out here spurring my bullshit onto other people because no, that's not another person's responsibility. And like, I feel like sometimes as women and sometimes as men, we feel like we have to take responsibility because that's our partner. You don't have to take, like, honestly, you don't have to take responsibility of shit. Like, they are responsible for the things, like, that they didn't heal from. And if I'm going to be honest, too, if a person knows that they haven't healed from something, they have no business getting involved with you in the first place. Because everybody knows what we've gone through, what you're going through. You're selfish at that point if you haven't done the healing to intentionally date somebody else. Because you think that you know, you being codependent, like, that's why I feel like there is no threshold. Because if you're self aware, you know, you're not healed, you have no business getting another person involved. You really don't you should if you know, you're emotionally damaged right now, you are not in the place to be receiving shit from a giving person, leave them the hell alone. Like you can appreciate them from a distance, but leave them alone because nobody should be brought into your bullshit that you should have already fixed. Like, you should be able to, like, the person that you're trying to give these great things to that obviously haven't done the inner work, they haven't healed themselves, they should be the ones to be responsible and be like, listen, I think you're a great person, but right now I am not in the place in my life to be in a relationship with you. And I do not want to, like, have any burden of what I'm going through or what I went through and put that on you. That right there is a responsible person of themselves. And they are aware of the fact that I don't want to like, like, cause like a friendship is possible. You don't have to be in a relationship with someone like what, like you, like while you're healing, like you don't have to just rush into something like just because you feel something is great. Let the universe do its thing. Like I think like sometimes who knows maybe our potential soulmate or our partner may come in our lives during chaos but the thing about it is is how are they responding to the chaos like are they responding in a way like I don't want to be an added stress to you I don't want to unintentionally hurt you so I want you in my life but I don't want you like I'm not I'm not sitting here telling that you need to wait for me because but I'm letting you know out of respect for you that I'm in this process of healing myself and you know of course you just show so happen to show up around this time but I would love to be friends with you and just get to know you while I'm getting getting back to my root of myself like because it's not like it's like it's not the end of the world to still keep people in your life that you feel like are going to be good for you we can't help where we be like when we meet somebody depending on what stage in our life we're at you know but at the same time 
Like there should be some type of responsibility on yourself that you should be able to hold and draw the line. I'm not going to put this person through shit because right now I'm not in the right mental space to be doing it. And that's taking responsibility of yourself and not adding someone else into the equation. Like, cause so many people, so many people are selfish, but like, damn, I have this great person in me. I'm really fucked up right now. I'm really damaged, but I can't, I'm, I'm too selfish to let this person go. Like, I don't want, like, I don't want to let them go. So what are they going to do? They're going to hold you for as long as they can. And they're going to unintentionally pour these damaging things about themselves onto you. And then you as a person that is this healing person, that is this giving person, you will give everything that you possibly can in, in attempts or in thinking that you could fix this person. In reality, there's not shit you can do to actually fix this person because they're not willing to fix themselves, but they're, they are willing to let you think that you can, which is <laughs> fucked up yeah like oh i need i need to fill this void like but people will let you they will let you think that that you can and they'll continuously have you in their lives because you're it's like they're breadcrumbing you to believing that you're making a change that you're making a difference in their lives and that you're making a mark when reality you're doing the work for them and they're not doing they're sitting back not having to do shit and they're depending on you now like shit that's like getting paid for a job you're not doing anything like that's (laughs) that's labor you're doing all these things you're practicing all this love and all this affection onto somebody and they haven't learned to love themselves. So they're taking the love that you're giving to them and trying to like, trying to fill that emptiness within themselves. But there's no amount like that. That's like pouring into a cup that's broken. It's never going to be filled because that specific cup can only be filled by themselves, not by another person on the outside so true right like I didn't think about that that just came that flowed right out of me because there's been times I've had partners where I'm sitting here like you have everything that you could possibly want everything that you could possibly pray for like I'm taking you seriously I'm not taking you casually what don't you see but maybe that's just the universe like this is not your person bro (laughs) this is not your person at all because you know the universe is going to bring you your person when it's time but you will never have to force a person to do right by you and to do the right thing. And even where wherever they're at in their own lives, they're not going to hold you responsible for some shit that you had no business being a part of or even any business of breaking. It's not like that's not your problem. Like, I mean, as natural healers, that's what we want to do. We want to fix the problem. We want to come in and do the work. But at the same time, we have to know, we have to like train ourselves when the right time is to come in because it really isn't our responsibility. I had to learn that myself. It's so hard coming from a person that just wants to give, 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 and give. Yeah. But to be still and just wait and honestly listen. You'll be so surprised about the shit. If you just stay quiet and you listen, you'll know you'll know for a fact this person's only using you because they don't want to do the inner work. They don't want to like they're intent they're making it seem as if they're intentionally dating you because you're filling a void within themselves that they're not filling. That thing, they're, it's like being a placeholder, but for themselves. Like, they're not, you know, it's not like you're just space waiting for somebody else. No, they're, you're that placeholder that they're not willing to fill themselves, like, themselves with. Like, it's fucked up. It's selfish as shit. It takes, like, when these situations are occurring, it really takes either one or both of your people to be self-aware. Mm-hmm. And once one of them is, at least one of them, like, that's when it's like, okay. This is officially toxic. But these are relationships that you look at on, like, Instagram and stuff. 
you're like, oh my God, they look amazing. But they just, neither of them are self-aware. And like, sometimes I can see that. Obviously, I don't know couples, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying, like, once that first person gains the self-awareness of what is truly going on in a relationship, because, you know, the honeymoon phase, you're kind of just coasting for a while. Mm-hmm. Things are just growing. Things are happy. And then someone becomes self-aware. And that can either lead to the relationship growing stronger or not stronger. Like, meaning, like, oh, wow, I'm self-aware that I have gained 30 pounds in this relationship. This person doesn't meet this requirement, you know, they make me feel this way, my mental health is going to shit, and it's all because of, you know, things having to do with this person. I mean, kind of like what you are saying earlier, you don't just want to wake up one day, 10 years down the road, and be like, huh, shit. like, you want to be self-aware, you want to be, like, not critical, but, like, scrutinizing yeah. the way you feel and the way you change, the way their energy truly affects you when you're around them. Yeah, dude. Honestly, and it, like, it's, I'm not saying it's hard to, like, decipher between the two, like, when someone actually is genuinely intentional dating, like, intentionally dating you versus, like, when a person's only casually dating you, but I feel like if you just really sit back and just observe, like, people tell on themselves all the time. If you (laughs) really, it's hard as hell, like, if you're a freaking pathological liar where you're believing your own lies, that's different. I mean, I've come across a couple, but, I mean, you can't fake being genuine, though. Like, that, like, you can tell when you're in a vibrant energy in a room versus when someone's faking that vibrant energy. Like, I see so many people on Instagram trying to, like, put this, like, aesthetic as if, like, you know, they got their shit together, they're doing this, they're doing that. In reality, it's like, if you actually knew this person, like, that's all for show. That, that person doesn't even practice what the fuck they preach out to the world and really like it you can look at somebody's instagram you can look at their social media and it can be all a lie like that's why i don't take like i genuinely i'd rather listen to what a person has to say first and then obviously see their actions see how they carry themselves and then kind of make a decision based off of okay are they actually taking me seriously or are they just doing this for like they're you like not using me but they're only here temporarily like they're not someone I should be investing my time in like it's a bitch (laughs) empaths I think though are the best at identifying fakeness oh yeah think about it honestly yeah (laughs) oh my god that's actually really good Empaths, like, we soak in the feelings of those around mm-hmm. us, so if someone's being fake, oh, you we soak know. in, and you can, like, tell right off the bat. Like, yeah. honestly, I always say, listen to your gut. Yeah, listen to your seriously, gut. Seriously. Nine times out of ten, thing. your gut will tell you. Like, that's, like, you know, like, I always say, like, the spirit, the spiritual side of me is, this, the, is the part of me that's when I'm not in the room, they are. And that's what, that's when your gut is telling you. Like, your spiritual side, here's what's going on in the other room when you, like, here's the conversations going on in a room when you're not around. And your spiritual, like, side of you comes back and it's telling you, hey, this is not, you need to get out of there. Like, this is not for you. Like, I, it's so funny. Like, I had to, like, give myself, like, that visual and it's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not necessarily in front of you, but something in you is telling you, like, this is there's something off there's something that's not right here it doesn't feel genuine it doesn't feel real like I think I'm just holding on to like a glimmer of hope but it's not actually really 
hope is just me trying to be delusional into believing <laughs> what this person is when in reality they're the complete opposite but my spiritual side like spiritually within me my gut is telling me something different and it's going against what's in front of me because sometimes like I said your spiritual self like it's like as if you can astral project into other places that you're not necessarily there and it's listening to the conversations listening to the intentions of other people and listening to other people's minds and what their intentions are mm-hmm. ain't that some crazy shit yeah to think of? i like that visual i mean I it like makes that. sense it definitely it's does. like i'm not necessarily in room but my spiritual side of me is and it's listening to your thoughts it's listening to what your intentions are and it's listening to what agenda that you have for me and if you actually have a plan for me or you're just trying to play with me like man this ain't freaking Toys R Us. <laughs> Go get yourself another toy to play with. It ain't gonna be me, all right? We're a house. We're here to build. <laughs> nah, guys, but I hope today's episode helps somebody out there. And, like, like I said, me and my best friend, we be having these conversations on a fucking daily aspect, <laughs> on a daily basis with our own dating lives because, you know, like I said, we all go through some shit. It all happens, but at the end of the day, it's just about being self-aware when you're in the situation. And then, of course, when you're out of the situation and just coming to the agreement like, okay, this is something I don't want. This is something that I need to pay attention to when I am intentionally dating someone. And then also when someone is casually dating me, like, am I doing more work than them? Okay, if I'm doing more work than this person possibly is just casually dating me and I'm intentionally dating them. So it's like you need to learn how to retract your motives and like what you're doing to this person because obviously it's just showing that you're they're not deserving of it because they're not even they're not even taking you seriously so why are you pouring all this time and energy into something that obviously is one-sided like you're not doing they're not doing anything for you like and in hopes you think that you're doing all this work and you're putting all this effort thinking oh you know maybe if i i'm doing all of these good things maybe they'll start doing it back to me it's like no don't fucking put yourself in that mindset of if I go if I go a mile, then they're going to start running a mile. No, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. A person will tell you off to jump if they want something serious with you versus somebody who doesn't want something serious with you. And they try to make it seem like I listen to I listen to actions more than I do to words because you can tell me all you want. You can tell me straight up in the face. I want this. I want this. I want that. Pay attention to their actions because their actions will tell you everything that you genuinely need to know about that person and where their intentions actually lie with you instead of them just being like, oh, yeah, I actually I want something serious with you. And then them acting as if that you don't like one minute you exist in the, or one minute you are being treated in a way that in your mind you like, OK, I deserve this. And then the next minute they're treating you like shit and you're just confused as fuck. Like what happened? There's no consistency there. But again, I hope you guys took something from today's episode and like i said hope all is good with everybody know your worth know your value stop settling for bullshit because if you start settling for things like i like we said you're gonna look back sitting you're gonna wake up one day and be like holy shit (laughs) 10 years down the road and you're like oh i settled for this when you really didn't have to so again hope this episode helped and i will see you guys back here at the next episode Thank you guys so much for joining in on the Mind is the Matter podcast. I hope this episode along with every episode is bringing you closer to your inner peace and supports you along your healing journey. If you're loving the vibe this podcast is bringing to you and want to stay up to date with upcoming episodes, please hit that follow button and leave a review so it can help me reach other potential listeners who are eager to get to the root of their true selves. Also, my DMs are open. 
for questions at the Mind Doesn't Matter pod. So go ahead and give that a follow as well to receive daily motivational quotes and updates on upcoming episodes. Continue to be patient with yourself along this journey and I will see you back here on the next episode.